Hello and welcome to Things You Can't Ask Your Mum. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Lizzie. And welcome to this week's episode and thank you for being here. Um, this week we're going to talk about body image and health. Um, all things contraception, our, our experiences of it and everything in between really. Um, and we would recommend that you listen to our podcast episode on the Entail app because you'll get to see lots of visual things, embarrassing things, <laughs> links to things that we recommend as well. And it's just a really lovely all-round experience. Yes. So we got we always get lots of questions about this, don't we? Whenever we mm. put it out to the world of what people want to talk about. Yeah. And it's I always find it such a hard one, not a hard one to talk about, but like you go through... I don't know about you, but my self-confidence of body image isn't consistent. Like I have stages where I feel really like shit, but it almost doesn't bother me that I feel shit. If that, that sounds really strange. Like I, when I feel rubbish, I just stop caring yeah. and I have to get back in. You might even notice me as a friend, like when I stop making any effort almost. Yeah. And then I have to get back into thinking, you know, you have to care initially to feel better to them. Yeah. It's like this cycle, but when I feel rubbish, it doesn't bother me for a while. I don't know how to yeah. describe that. That's no, strange. I completely agree with that. And in this, I, I'm exactly the same. Like I, I stop caring. I don't get ready for a day. My hair goes yeah. up. I don't put any makeup on. I might do something nice for my skin. I avoid a mirror, but it doesn't plague me. No. I'm just going through this little hole of like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. oh, I hate the way I look, whatever. Just get over it. It'll be gone in a bit. Like, and then yes. you just have to pick yourself up and go on with it again. Yeah, absolutely. Weird, isn't it? It is. And this year, more than ever, again, I feel that's a line we've said so many times this, oh, this, this series. But because we've spent so much time at home and just like seeing the same things all the time and not having to make the effort. And I've, I noticed this year how much, like, for both of us I think personal style changes how we feel so much like we all go through ruts don't we where we're like yeah. we're both in one now where you just don't know how to get dressed in the morning no, no not, at all. not at all but when life was more normal if it was like you're right I've got a meeting you might dress a bit differently if you were going for drinks you'd dress a bit differently and like even traveling like when you go different places it changes how you dress so yeah. you've got more I don't know more things to more things to make you care almost yeah and you have to center yourself and your confidence around those things as well which then in turn changes the way that you dress like you say yeah absolutely and it's just been this year harder than ever to care is what I say it is it is and in you know you were saying about more time at home and for me I was thinking about this last night and for me that's meant more time in the mirror because we had a lot of things you know to keep us busy at home we were shooting a lot and trying to kind of really give ourselves a focus in a day because work obviously dried up so much we were like no okay we can use our home like let's shoot at home and these lovely things and we can still make it something really nice um for the internet basically and, and like get a sense of community and we're all in it together that way but you know off the back of that I was spending a lot of time in the mirror and over the years I've become more comfortable with who I am I've always been body conscious but I'm conscious in a way that I'm I'm very thankful for my body and very happy in my body and what it does I think it's an amazing thing and it's healthy and it's kept me kept me healthy for all these years um but then on the other side of that spending all that time in the mirror sometimes I'd be like Jesus Christ, I've got such small boobs. This is like ridiculous. Like, and 
I don't know. It's just, it, it catches you out sometimes. And you're yeah. like, I know I've always had small boobs. It's my only, it's the only bone of contention I've ever had with my body is that my boobs are so small. Yeah. And, but I feel like that's just come from like some kind of societal, societal like pressure over the yeah. years. Cause it like girls have boobs traditionally. That's what people look at a woman for. They're like, yeah, boobs, 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 especially as an adolescent and growing up. And so it always started for me really young. Uh, to the point where I'd pack socks in my bra and stuff like or chicken fillets and yeah. things like that uh, and it's just it was just mad growing up with that thought process around boobs yeah and it definitely has carried on into my later life but then the more women I've met over the years who've got a flat chest or small boobs just call them fashion tits and I'm like yeah I'm yeah because yeah. it means that I can chuck anything on and it all looks fine and I don't have to worry about size it can be a bit small it can be a bit big because nothing grabs around my chest yes and there's all this there's a whole thing attached to boobs anyway isn't there about it yeah. being too sexy or you know if you've got big boobs you can't wear low cuts because people are yeah. like oh like come on <laughs> you, know you can't get away from it no what you said there was I think like with body image comparison is where we can all fall down but that was a positive thing where comparison helps you where hearing someone say oh fashion tits and then that makes you feel differently about it yeah that's like the plus side of where someone else's opinion even if it's not a particular person that's like fashion's opinion almost makes you be like oh do you know what I feel a bit better about that now and yeah sometimes it takes that like an outside perspective that can absolutely make you crumble and be on your knees about something yeah, can't it no, like yeah. initially feeling self-conscious about your boobs but then on the other side making you feel better about it hearing something like that yeah or, or and, and in the same vein hearing somebody say oh god I wish I didn't have such big boobs I'm, I'd be so happy with your size yeah. of boob and yeah. you're like oh these little guys I'm like oh okay thank you great and but then you know you always want what you can't have and you've always. not got. I've always yes. wanted curly hair and I've always wanted a, a bigger chest. Yeah. But yeah, here we are with straight, the straightest of straight hairs yes. and absolutely no tits to speak of. Always. As My... Kanye West says, two bee stings. <laughs> Thank you, Kanye. Yeah, thank you, Kanye. Um, my body bone of contention. My physical one is my knees just because they, it's the only They let of, you down, don't they? They let me down, yeah. And it's the only like part of my thankfully touch wood the only part of my body up to this point in my life that hasn't functioned in a way that stops me doing certain things I'd want to do yeah so they're like a physical thing that drives me mad and yeah can I also just get worse when I say when I said that they let you down they physically let you down as in she'll be on the on the floor in the road if I make her walk too fast or run that's just not happening it's not like <laughs> they don't hold me up yeah they're not <laughs> Not like oh they're a bit of a letdown they look awful it's nothing to do with that it's physically they are not strong <laughs> they are extremely knobbly though but yeah yeah that's my physical thing in terms of something letting me down like that mm. um but the other thing more aesthetically is that sometimes i hate how short my torso is you have got a really short body i mean yeah <laughs> and the plus side is I've got really long legs but sometimes my body looks I feel like my torso looks so manly because I'm just slim anyway so when I'm going to the gym I tend to get abs really quickly and then because it's got it's not got time to go in and out in an hourglass way it's just like <laughs> straight down really quickly 
And I'm always, if, if Lizzie's got a pair of jeans and I've got the same ones, and I'm like, oh, I like your jeans. Where are they from? She's like, you've got these. And I'm like, what? Because <laughs> the level of high waist is like, it, go, it sits under her chest. And for me, it's on my belly button. I'm like, what the fuck? Whereas I've got quite a long torso. But oh, it's funny. That is my only thing that I'm like, oh God, why? Especially when I'm in bikinis or something. It just... Yeah seems to highlight it even more there's just even yeah. now looking at where my jeans end to the bottom of my boobs <laughs> for about an inch <laughs> and that's one of those things there is nothing you can do about which absolutely not in some ways like boobs are one that I guess you could have you ever been tempted to get a boob job actually yeah during lockdown I looked into oh it. yeah I remember actually remember? Yes. yeah yeah I, I went onto the what was it Harper's Bazaar list of uh like best surgery people, whatever, surgeons, that's the word. Um, surgery people. <laughs> and then I was desperate not to get implants. I was like, no, I can never put anything foreign in my body. I can't be doing that. Can't be doing that because you have to have them out after 15 years. I'm not going through that rigmarole after 15 years. <laughs> uh, well, that's what someone told me anyway. Don't believe the hype. I, I don't believe me either until you've done your own research. Um, but the other option was to have fat taken from somewhere and, and then put into your body. Oh. Like, so liposuction first to get the fat, harvest it. What an awful word word harvest the fat from another part of your body which I would obviously I'd choose my behind the junk in my trunk um and then they store it and then it's so it's two operations so liposuction and then the injecting of the fat into your boobs but it's your own your own bodily product so I was like oh that sounds better oh it's about it's it's absolutely thousands (laughs) (laughs) isn't it funny when there's a price on something you're like actually I'm not that bothered anymore I don't care this much and I only had that wobble for a couple of days I was kept awake at night by one of them but it's my own fault because I was dangling off the side of the bed in all on all fours not doing anything untoward but at this point I was between getting changed and whatever and I was you know you just end up in a silly position and you're yeah. like on your phone or on your laptop and I looked up in the mirror and I thought oh my god it looks like I've got a pair of baby cow udders hanging from my body and I think I just messaged you about this I was like what do your boobs look like when you bend forward and we were both saying it was like some kind of full or in my case empty sock it does. I was like Christ I was like I'm so, so glad it's not me not just me but anyway yeah I'm over it now good good and, and the good thing about maybe for me it being my torso I don't think there's any operation that I could even begin to look into to lengthen this apart from being stretched on a rack maybe (laughs) just gotta live with it oh god the comparison thing I've got like the age-old saying like I said before you always want what you've not got um but then that means that lots of people are looking at you and thinking how wonderful it would be to have a shorter body how wonderful it would be to have smaller boobs or bigger boobs or whatever it is yeah so just try and love yourself the way you are and I promise with age as well you'll become more comfortable with it because for me like I say I've started to understand that I am so proud of my body for keeping me here for keeping me healthy for keeping me active for allowing me to do all all the things I want to do and to live my life the way I want to live my life yeah it's housed in this precious thing yeah just me not just me as a Leo being like I'm a precious being I mean literally our bodies are so precious yeah and And yes they will let us down from time to time but when they're not you know whilst they're not and when they're not doing like let's celebrate them instead yeah absolutely do you know something that doesn't help and I had a wobble last week it didn't last very long it was only probably an afternoon one um Instagram filters I don't think anyone brought this up in the in the questions but there was one that I was on where you can change your hair color I was interested mm. to know what I would look like with pink hair. Not great is the answer. Oh, we all 
and it's even so like self-absorbed that you can find stuff like that out now so easily with all these filters a few years ago I'd never sat and thought I wonder what I like with pink hair anyway there's this filter and it obviously smooths you within an inch of your life makes your nose look the way I wish my nose looked Mm. and it gives you different makeup options and makes your lips look bigger but not not the daft way like they're just the worst way because they tweak everything so it just looks that bit better but it doesn't look ridiculous yeah so it was and and I was sort of looking at myself and it like oh you look really nice today and then obviously (laughs) (laughs) clicked off it and was like (gasps) is that how I really fucking look oh my god and being able to see like literally with a click of a button when you click off it what you actually look like to what is the current society yeah the trend of it is really upsetting and it upsets me as a grown woman never mind tina if that if i was a teenager and could do that i would would put good money on the fact that i begged my mum for a nose job growing up because you'd be able to see what you look like all the time with it before you're at a point in your life where you're like right i can accept me for who i am now i um I'll hold my hands up and say that I watched Howie and I have done for the last 10 years. Um, and there are, there's a group of girls on it at the moment who are all 19 and they have all, they joke, they make jokes about it, but they've all had Botox fillers, like in their chin, their lips, all of that to augment like the shape of their jaw. Yeah. Um, fill their lips, but they're all gorgeous, like spring chickens. And I know it's each to their own, but I, I, we know for a fact that that wouldn't be, the route they were taking no. had it not be f- been for this Instagram like social media culture where you can aug- augment yourself yeah. online and then and then be like actually it'd be so much easier if I could just go to the pop to the doctors and get this done properly then I don't yeah. have to do all these daft filters and you know yeah. I, 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 it's, it's probably because I'm 33 and not 19 anymore but yeah but even when I was oh 19 God. like e- with our age gap small age gap um it's not really small it's only a month or two isn't it lizzie yeah it's not very much but that <laughs> wasn't even a thing then like it's such a recent thing oh. and I, I think it's everyone's individual choice but i completely agree if you couldn't see that so accessibly just mm. on your phone day in day out yeah. and then be met by the reality which then becomes an increasingly upsetting reality of what you actually look like because yeah. you're so used to like like they take all your freckles away, any redness away, yeah. just make your eyes that bit bigger. Yeah. But it's also, I mean, I'm not a plastic surgeon, obviously, not to secretly mm-hmm. doing that on the side, but it's all like work, which I would imagine it takes more than fillers to achieve. Yeah. So then like the more accessible route of fillers, which is more affordable and less permanent or whatever, yeah. less invasive than having like a full facelift or like a nose job. Yeah with the way that changes your face you would need that level of surgery so then yeah. do people just end up chasing something which with fillers that they won't be able to achieve because it takes more than that but you, oh it's so frightening in some ways it is it really is and like oh uh, by the way for people who aren't listening from the uk towie is the only way is essex and it's situated around a uh, kind of like community in essex which is all very glamorous and things so that's that's that it's like uh, it's a chavier yeah what's that one that you and james Lady Chels- oh uh, the american one that you uh, real housewives of yes. beverly hills that yeah, kind, it's of, kind of like that yeah um but yeah like it makes me sad like on instagram especially like i was really shocked the other day and i thought i would get myself into a really big argument if i mentioned it to the person or if i sent a message but I had to come off Instagram for a minute to calm down because I opened it to find a woman who I follow who is 
uh, all for body positivity, you know, and she talks about equality, diversity, all of the most amazing, important things. Yeah. And she'd put a post up of herself. Her body was one tone and one level of like pores and skin and texture. Yeah. Her face, there wasn't a single pore on her. Like her face was smoothed to an inch of its life. Yeah. And all these people are hyping and hyping and hyping her up in the comments. Yeah. And I was like, my God, that is not your face though. Like yeah. you can't, this, this is, it's trickery. Like I know. It, 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 I honestly, I was lost for words yeah. and I wanted to enter into a discussion with her, but I just thought, leave it for another day. Mate. She yeah. doesn't even know you are. So I just thought I can't, I can't bear it. And a caption was something like, I like, just, just like, hello, this is my face. And then everyone like was all over her for it. And I just thought, I can't believe you've put that up knowing that what? you've augmented that so yeah, much. Yeah. And it's sad that you, that it makes you feel like that's the only option. Oh, but, you, know, you can imagine she must have thought that was the only way that you feel mm. confident to share your face or something. Like I, yeah. I never put selfies on because it just makes me hate my face if I take loads of photos. I mean, you always say this, don't we? And, yeah. and if, we, if we ever do put a selfie on, we're like 600 photos into the camera roll before we've decided Literally, on one it, that we like. Yeah, it makes me feel if, shit yeah. about myself. Yeah. And because neither of us ever edit our photos like that, I just don't take selfies hardly because it makes you feel so crap at the end of it. Yeah. And I think that's relatively normal, I'd hope, because is it right to study your face that much? And then, especially again, when, when you've seen yourself with filters on, like mm. I will take loads of selfies and think, oh, if my nose was just a bit smaller, I think I'd look so much better or feel so much better. But yeah. it's such a slippery slope, even that thought process. So I just try and avoid anything that sends me into that thought process yeah yeah definitely and you've got to haven't you like you've got yeah. to know your limits and it's hard to know where your limits are because before you know it you're at the bottom of this instagram social media pit yeah feeling really shit about yourself and not wanting to you know and losing your confidence in yourself and oh it's just so hard i wish i could like pep talk everybody that feels like that i know i know and everyone goes it's not important it. Yeah, no, and it isn't not. important at all. Yeah. It feels important to you, but it, is, it isn't. No, and I think in terms of building the confidence, the best way is sort of what I just said, is avoiding anything that you know is going to be a stumbling block. And that's mm. really hard to do when social media is such a big part of our day-to-day -day lives. Yeah, but definitely. But do, doing things like if you know that messing around with loads of filters is going to make you feel worse at the end of it all, then like I've not done that since I had that wobble last week after doing it and it was only because of the pink hair thing I don't even want pink hair I don't know why this started this whole downward spiral yeah it's <laughs> the accessibility of it though isn't it as well yeah. I sit there and I sit there and do it as well uh, yeah. but it, in most filters even if you're doing a silly game one it smooths you out and makes your nose smaller and I'm like hang oh. on a minute I just wanted to know what my future career was going to be I didn't why, wanna... can't, why can't the aesthetic is it, why can't it be a big nose and it be like yeah. nose bigger why can't, why can't it just be natural and I know I know it's so frustrating and again I guess it's about then carving out a space online for yourself where you know you're not following people who change their images yeah. or you're not following people who just promote a body image that you don't relate to in a certain way or makes you feel bad about yourself and then having Definitely. taking on the responsibility of curating what you see online as well yeah. which is again it's just harder than ever as well I do appreciate that but it really is but I think you and I are at a point now where we know to come off our phones if we're getting that way or yeah. come to each other and be like uh I did something bad yeah <laughs> and yeah. then you're in like a bit of a weird headspace about stuff yeah um but yeah I don't know it's it's really tricky and I think it just just come with time and lots of like positive thoughts about yourself like try and reinforce them um 
if you're having a really funny time with it. It's yeah. just oh, it's tricky, really tricky because it just just it's so personal and different for everybody, and it obviously yeah. ultimately it leads to surgery or augmentation of something. Oh, and yeah, it's a lot. It's oh, it is. And like we say, we're not like we're not against those things, but I wish people had the full full insight into how beautiful they already are in, mm-hmm. before they feel like they need to conform to. I don't know whatever whatever tre- whatever trend of beauty is happening at the moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So strange, and as well that pores are normal. Like we don't yeah. all have smooth skin. We all have texture. We all have redness. We all have like broken capillaries or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. marks, scarring, like from spots and acne. Like that is a that is normal skin. That yeah. is so normal. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I, my opinion is that skin looks good like that. Like I like it when you can see the mm. texture and everything. Yeah. It's it looks just well more real, which is always like an aesthetic I prefer. But yeah. it just looks it looks lovely and and nice, and its imperfections yeah. aren't a bad thing. No, they're not. All. They're not. And we've always been to- told to conceal this, conceal that. Don't get me wrong. If I have got a stonking red spot, it is going under some concealer. But of course, like, yeah. You know, neither of us wear foundation or anything like that. Really, it's just like a tinted thing or. And this is not us being like, oh, we only do this and we only do that and yeah. we're heavenly. But that's just our vibe and that's just what we like. And I like to see that on other women. I like to pe- see people's skin in the same way that yeah. you do. Like, it's a beautiful thing. And again, yeah. it's a massive organ. Like, it does so much for us. I always forget skin's an organ. That's really creepy, actually. It is quite creepy. <laughs> it, is, it is creepy. Um, another thing we got asked so much about, which I really want to talk to you about as well, was birth control and contraception and how that links in with just health obviously more than anything and body image and I've been thinking of coming off the pill for Mm. honestly the best part of a year it's been a long time now hasn't it it's been ages not to get pregnant just to make that clear Um, (laughs) but just because I've been on it since I was 16 so I'm turning 28 it's my birthday no you're not wait are you 27 yeah yeah are you going to be 28 yeah did you think I was going to be 27 (laughs) No, what am a I? Brilliant, brilliant time to be alive. Yeah, 28. You are, aren't you? Yeah, right. I was born in 1992. Yeah. Oh, God, you really made me doubt myself then at my own age. <laughs> I'm just happy you're a year closer to me, pal. And I still <laughs> check with you if it is next week. I can't have no yeah, sense of time yes. at the moment. Next week. Um, so that by then I'll have been on the pill for 12 years since I was 16. Mm. And the main reason I want to come off it is because I just, as I get older, have a desire to know my own body more and I think for women a lot of that is part of your cycle and how hormones affect you how it affects your mood how it affects everything like and I know that's something you're really really in tune with because at 16 I think I was probably 14 when I started my periods but I'm not really sure Mm. but I don't know but you know when you're at that age I mean maybe I'm not speaking for everybody but I would still like bleed in the bed most nights you're not you're not like to got to grips with your own period or what to expect from it. You know, like when you, when you're on your period, you know, you're having a heavy few days and then mm-hmm. how it will go. And you could, sometimes it catches you off guard, but you know, your body so well and so intimately in that way. Yeah. And I don't remember what my actual periods were like from that age. I don't think I was old enough to have a sense or be sensitive enough to my own moods or hormones or anything. Cause you just got so much going on when you're a teenager anyway. Yeah. So 
I really want to come off it for those reasons. But I, every month I, I just put it off and just think, oh, just, just carry on taking it because I can't deal with how all the negative things that might come with it. But yeah, I was just going to say, well, what's stopping you from doing it? And it's the unknown, is it? The unknown. Yeah. Like the, the big thing is like the mental side of it. And just because every month this year, there's been something that's like, right, don't do anything that could make your mental health any worse, please. Yeah. <laughs> Keep things yeah. as, as is. And obviously... Uh, and like bringing hormones into it in that way could affect my mental health in some way yeah. or just getting to grips with how it would feel maybe so that's the big one I worry about my skin going mental because I know mm. that's something that happens to people and mm. my skin I get breakouts but generally it's always pretty okay and I'm like fine with that and I'm used to it and obviously it, I would be absolutely fine if I started to have acne and it would be something that you've gone through. It would knock me, mm-hmm. but you deal with it and you'd be okay. Yeah. And all the things we just said, like learn to embrace it, do your best with it. Yeah. But of course, there's a part of me that's like, I'd rather not have that happen, obviously, yeah. if I could avoid it. The other thing is that it can make you lose weight coming off the pill. And I'm so slim anyway. No matter, even though I eat so much, I can't afford to lose weight particularly. And I don't know whether it would be where I'd have to stop exercising or something for a bit I just don't I don't know it's the unknown is what it is yeah. and then I sit and worry about all these eventualities and then I'm like I'll oh, just carry on taking it because you kind of know where you're at with it but you know what you've just gone through there is you've gone through every negative thing that could happen and yes. the positives that are, might be on the horizon for you no. and you, you won't know until you try it like you won't know that you, you might not get any negative side effects no you might, you might get a bout of bad cramps that you've not had before yeah. you might you know you might be a bit teary one day like it resonates in so many different ways for so many different women like my periods are like very steady and I know what I'm getting but that's because I'm not on any contraception yeah it's um it's just a huge learning curve and it took me a while to get settled with it and it does take a while because you've had 12 years of like a you know a factory made period at this point yeah yeah and my periods are nothing like they're just nothingness no, I know that's you. My other best mate, Laura, is exactly the same. She's ironclad. She has not changed the pill for years and years and years. She's no interest in changing it, moving it, or anything. She honestly, like, she she has a two day period, and it's like a flipping pinprick of blood. <laughs> and she, honestly, it's an absolute pain for me as she yeah. as I bleed as I bleed in bed. <sighs> And like I've got one, I'm on my last packet of this box. Yeah. So yeah. I've got none in the cupboard basically after I finish this. So I might just stop it and just I think you just need to see. stop it. I'll keep reminding you. I'll, I'll you know, I'm here if you start to feel funny or wobbly. Yeah. And the, like what's the worst that can happen? You're not just gonna have this awful emotional breakdown. Like I don't yeah. feel like it's gonna be as dramatic as you're dreading. I know it's because I've read too much almost you know when you've yeah, you overinformed yourself yeah and exactly yeah. what you said all of the negatives of what stood out to me none of the positives have stood out no. to me it's all the things and the reason that... you want to do actually do it is to like be more in tune with your body yeah and get a hold of like your own cycle um yeah and just free bleed mate like yeah <laughs> and I'm, if I, I think I'll probably end up um I don't know what contraception if I went back on some sort of hormonal contraception I think I'd want to look into the coil where it's a way more, is it the copper coil that's a more localised mm-hmm. hormone? But then I know lots of people have bad experiences with that. But either way, yeah. I just want a stint of maybe six months, however long, 
feels right again I don't want to tell myself a time cap on that of just nothing of just no extra hormones and learning what my body is and then if I decide right actually for now where I'm at personally and everything it's best for me to go back on a hormonal contraception yeah then make that decision after I've had some time off it Mm -hmm. um it's just such a big thing it's and I I think about it nearly every single day for a a portion of the day of like right what do you want to do about this yeah and it's so specifically female, obviously, and it's something mm-hmm. that so many women go through, and there is no easy solution to any of it. No, and it's a lot of trial and error, and a yeah. lot of hit and miss because we're all mi- we're all made so differently. Like there'll be no, t- you know, there will be two stories that are the same, but there will always be variables in all of that. Yeah. Like I, I can't, I can't have a um, a hormonal contraception, so I, I actually have low progesterone levels which make my periods my pms my spots my cramps everything heavy painful acne like really awful pms like i get really low don't i and like angry and i i get so so down but it only lasts for a short time and i went to see a hormone specialist and i had bloods and everything and they said that i had low progesterone levels so now i have a progesterone replacement which is like a genetically it's like an a, a gene, identically genetic um hormone basically for progesterone oh. to top up my levels that I have every night and it keeps my skin under wraps um and my moods but I tend to get like from one month to in, to another it it's kind of like I get really bad cramps and it's really heavy mm. and I can't sleep or I'm raging with PMS but my cramps are fine and it's not okay. too heavy like I, it's just but I know exactly as soon as it starts, I know exactly what kind of month it's going to be. And it does vary in that way. Yeah. But I know, I know it inside out. Like I know what I'm prepared for. Yeah. Like my, I don't know how much of it is genetic, but my mum was exactly the same in terms of her PMS, her heavy periods, her cramps, like, ugh, like her hormones. Yeah. And she went through the menopause um, quite early on in her forties. So I'm like, fucking hell. Like, so I, that's why I wanted to go and see the hormone clinic to kind of get a handle on everything and yeah. figure out where I'm up to. Cause it sounds really similar to what mum had and went through. I've never actually, which is very fitting for the podcast name. I've never actually asked my mum <laughs> about, <laughs> about her cycle and everything. Maybe I'll ring her later and have a, a really strange conversation with her that will catch her completely off guard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so mum, periods. <laughs> Yeah. tell me about yours yeah but it is it, I think it is about feeling in in touch with your own body in a certain way it is and, and since coming off the pill the contracted pill because I went on like a microgynon a yasmin whatever yeah. they all were all through my like early probably very late teens like 18 19 all through my 20s and it just wasn't for me I just was I had to take antidepressants and all kinds and then they kind of figured out that actually let's take her off the pill and see yeah. where we go and I'm like my happy self now apart from like a few days a month where I lose my shit yes but I can manage that because I know it I know that it's short-lived yeah and everyone's experience is so different so different and I think I need to tell myself if I come off it and I don't feel any less anxious I don't feel any happier you, I, you know if if there are none of the positive things happen for me not yeah. even if it's just the negative but then still lifestyle wise being on the pill is the easiest because I never forget it it's all yeah. all of those things in terms of it being a contraception I've got it down yeah. to a T so then I could just go back on it it's not a forever decision in any way no I just think it, it frightens me because 
I think taking the pill, I feel more in control, even knowing when you're going to come on your period and yeah. like being like able clockwork. to, yeah, even being able to double your pill packet if you don't want to have a period that that control that gives you you have to relinquish yeah. all of that I you do bleeding and non-stop <laughs> no no so obviously like it takes quite a while to settle out and to straighten out into what your actual cycle is going to be like and what your body is meant to do every month yeah. because you've had could because you've been on the pill um so it does take a while but once you've cracked it you will get a regular period you will know exactly what your body is doing yeah and it just it just takes a while to even out is all um yeah. you just have to be patient with it and don't try not to like catastrophize all of the negative bits over yeah. the positives because you want to do this for a positive reason yeah definitely um so yeah i don't know i i am an advocate for not being on like yeah, hormone controlled contraceptive sure. and actually i'm thinking through our friends without obviously sharing any personal details with anybody mm. but not many of our friends that i'm thinking of are on the pill no considering a few of them are pregnant that would also be a good no, indicator <laughs> <laughs> true, it's true. But I, I don't know that many people that still take it really. No, because so many people had so many bad experiences with it. Mm. And it's always I'm, like such a big chat, and there's such a big topic, like between groups of friends and, and women and people online. Even are like, why are we not being told about the risks? Why are we not yeah. being told that we should just find out what our body's intuition is all about and yeah. really get in touch with it all? And like you say about control with the pill you're like the engineer of that but our bodies are the people that things are supposed to be in control like yeah, you're supposed yeah. to yeah I mean obviously there's so many reasons for so many different things and like health problems and things that people need to be on the contractive yeah. pill for of course yeah. and that's like medical professional led um but if you are just if you're not on it for any of those reasons you are just trying to figure out what your own body's doing then there'll be no harm in coming off it to just see what you feel like. Yeah. Maybe I'll just stop taking it from tomorrow. I don't even yeah. need to wait till I've got to the end Why of the packet. Just, exactly. Why don't you just rip the plaster off and just do it? And try, and then I could update everybody in a few weeks or something. Yeah. Just an episode yeah. of me in tears. <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> you told me to come off it. Sorry, mate. You, you're breaking up. See you later. <laughs> Christ. Oh. oh. So, yeah, I will... Maybe just stop taking it tomorrow and then we can have an, an update, even if we update in the next season or something when it's been yeah. a few months. And maybe this would be a good thing to, to check in with you guys again if anyone's thinking of doing the same thing. Mm. Or because you, I do wish I had a case model who wasn't me, who I could just feel a bit better for. So I'll take one for the team. Yeah, you be the case model. I'll be that person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that sort of covers all of the main questions that we got. And I suppose the biggest takeaway is that everyone struggles with body confidence and online doesn't help stay away from the filters you don't need to know what you like with pink hair honestly most people don't look great with pink hair I didn't look great with pink hair I think on the entail app actually I'm gonna have to send over a photo to put in this photo that I'm talking about of me with this filter with pink hair oh my god maybe I'll do a before and after and then we can all see why my self-esteem came tumbling down (laughs) it even gave me a winged eyeliner and I was like shall I go out and buy a liquid eyeliner because I've not done a winged liner in ages and maybe that'll make me feel better honestly these are so bad yeah isn't it it gets to us all and you know everyone's decision is their own in terms of how they want to take the steps to make them feel more confident but I think the first one to do is work out what your triggers are almost and try and step away from them and if you're having a phase that we all go through where you just don't care 
that is okay that is okay for as long as it's not making you more miserable because it's sometimes quite nice not to care about what you look like but sometimes for me anyway I get to a point where I'm like you need to actually try and make some effort today because until you do you're just going to continually feel shit and it's just this vicious cycle yeah um but yeah again this year more than ever when you're just at home it's hard to motivate yourself to do it isn't it it is yeah both sat here looking at each other in Lindsay's got a gray hoodie on no makeup on and I've got the most creased gray jumper anyone has ever seen in the world stop stopping me in sorry I'm a picture of glamour don't you know my hair's still wet from the shower sat here being like everyone should make a bit of effort you know I know yes everyone yeah get to it guys oh god well thank you so much for listening it has been a lovely episode to record and just kind of more reinforcing that we all do feel feel the same and Lizzie and I have days like that all the time I think it's just about learning what your triggers are as Lizzie said and trying to back away from them or asking for help in terms of like a mate and being like am I being mad like do I need to go and do this and they'll be like absolutely not you're amazing as you are yeah and if your friends aren't telling you that then see you later yes (laughs) very true don't forget to like share and subscribe if you have enjoyed this podcast and we will see you in the next episode see you later bye